Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. What is up? Football fans, Raider fans, Sam Gordon coming to you live for a bonus edition of the First and Ten Podcast. Broadcasting from Red Rock Sportsbook, uh, across from my man Chuck Esposito, the director of race and sports for Station Casinos. Chuck, of course, as you know, joined us every week last year during the NFL season to talk Raiders, Vegas betting landscape, and all things sports. And today he is here to talk NFL draft. First and foremost, Chuck, long time no talk. How you doing? I'm doing great, Sam. It's good to have you guys here. I know we've uh, talked about bringing you out to the property and have some fun in the book. And I'm a draft Nick, so this is awesome for me. I mean, to me, this is when football season starts yeah. for every team. And if you're a Raiders fan, you're already excited because you've already drafted basically Devontae Adams yeah. and Chandler Jones. Yeah. You hit it out of the park right now if you're a Raider fan. Absolutely. And, and, and for a player of Devontae Adams' caliber right now when he's in his prime, for my opinion, more than worth the first and second round picks uh, to get a player that can plug in right away. But, of course, uh, the first round is Thursday, uh, then second and third is Friday, and then everything else on Saturday. It's going to be an exciting time here in Vegas. Draft, of course, taking part. Uh, part on the strip um what do you what are you expecting just uh, around here just in general in terms of draft night stuff I mean how different is it having the draft actually here in Las Vegas I think it's super cool as I've said though I've been a draft Nick for a long time uh we've done events uh, at the properties that I've been at um you know big get drafted at sunset when I was at sunset we're doing a a huge draft watch party here at Red Rock on Thursday night for me guys the pick is in <laughs> this is the spot to be I know there's going to be over a million people around the strip we're going to have have uh, ex-pro football coach Mike Tice, uh, ex-pro bowler Corey Chavis, myself, Jason McCormick. We're going to make it interactive, fun, uh, photo ops with social media tweets. Um, we're going to be giving away draft caps for when your favorite team's on the clock, you can win. Their, potentially you can win their draft cap, a staycation here at Red Rock, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, I think it's going to be different because it's here. Yeah. I think everybody kind of wants a piece of it, and we're kind of capitalizing on that and having our big draft party here that night. A lot of beverage specials, just a lot <laughs> of cool giveaways and again who wants to battle a million people <laughs> come on over to red rock and have some fun well it's uh, the draft is going to be regar- uh, a blast regardless um on thursday night of course first round right and and let's get right into it uh there's been some shifts <laughs> if based on what i've seen yep. about what jacksonville is going to do with that number one pick can you walk us through just some of the movement in the last couple of days of what you're expecting jacksonville to do yeah it's really interesting i've said for the longest time sam that the draft for me is the the best soap opera on tv because there's so much drama leading up to it. Is it a smokescreen? What are teams really doing? Who do they like? And there's so many mocks. Everyone asks me, what mock do you like the best? I'm like, none, because they're all different and they change daily. Um, We've had most of these draft props up since before the Super Bowl. We had them up in January. Um, At the time, it looked like Hutchinson from Michigan was the consensus number one. It had shifted then to Iggy and Cross, the offensive lineman. Uh, You saw a lot more buzz then on Hutchinson. And in the last like 48 hours, it's Walker now um, who's getting all the buzz. And he was in our field at 40 or 50 to 1. So there's a lot of people who've got a ticket on Walker right now with mm. a big smile on their face. Of course, I'm not one of them. I'm still rooting for it to be Hutchinson since we do have some liability. But you have to remember, this isn't an event that's decided on the field. It's basically kind of knowledge and, and hearsay and what's kind of being discussed uh, behind the scenes. So I still don't know who it is. But but it's been intriguing. It's been fun. But as you mentioned, a dramatic shift now uh, who the favorite is in number one, and that's now Walker to the defensive lineman. 
Wouldn't that be something, Walker, who flashed at Georgia, certainly yeah. popped, but more so to me, Chuck, feels like a byproduct of the pro day of the combine stuff when you really got to see his physical measurements. And he's really a, a one-year guy who mm-hmm. had that great one year, and usually that doesn't necessarily translate to being a rock star at the next level. Not saying that he won't. I love his game. I think he can go from side to side. He reminds me a little bit of Brian Erlacher, the way he goes from side to side, but usually you look for that guy who's had the consistency, and you, don't, you have to wonder, because it was the workout, the combine, all that that hype is there just a massive smoke screen out of Jacksonville now hoping somebody loves him and is willing maybe to give up another pick to pounce up to number one right now uh, to lock him up I still think it could be Hutchinson we've heard so many different rumors with guys right now but the inside scoop appears to be Walker but we won't know until the actual pick is in from your end of the counter Chuck how, how do you factor in right when there's so many war, uh, rumors swirling at this time of year and you don't know what team's doing what and what smoke screen is what How do you guys adjust for all the rumors and all the kind of reports that come out of this time of year? We're adjusting more, Sam, just based on that. Um, We'll see money come across the counter, and and that'll influence as well. We're looking at all the mocks. Our guys are constantly looking at that stuff, but it changes so dramatically. You hear things all the time about even the quarterbacks, per se. You know, Pickett's hands are too small. It's going to be Malik Willis, for sure, the first quarterback off the board. Now you're seeing reports that 18 of the top you know, pro football quarterback evaluators all think it should be picket off the board first so there's just a lot of stuff out there uh, again it's not something that's decided on the field of play mm-hmm. it's you know more knowledge and and hearsay and and rumors so you're not taking what you would on a football game um but the action's been great i think you know we didn't always book the nfl draft being able to put props up on the board now player props uh position props and have fun with it it now adds such an added intrigue to our event that night because not only can you win a staycation or a draft cap or meet a coach and an ex-pro bowler, but you have a vested interest in it, and that's what makes it so cool. Absolutely, Chuck. Getting to some of the props, what to you are some of the more fun ones that you guys have available? To me, Sam, it's such a quarterback-driven league, yep. and there's not you know the Andrew Luck or John Elway yet. Uh, with these guys that are coming out this year. Um, you've heard that the top four or five that went last year, if it was Lance or or Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or, or Wilson or Jones, would all have been slated above these guys, including uh, Davis Mills would have as well. So there's a lot of storylines with Pickett and Malik Willis and, and Matt Corral and Sam Howell and Desmond Ritter. Where do they fit in and how many go in the first round? This could be the first time in, I think, over five years you don't see a quarterback go in the top three or four, um, but where do they go and who's the first one and what team I think uh, I love that prop is what team will take uh, Kenny Pickett and what team will take Malik Willis because you still have a major question mark or two out there and they happen to be Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo do they get dealt before the draft and does that change a team's kind of thought process or do they not go and teams know that hey if we don't get one of these quarterbacks we address a need that we have earlier hey if we don't get these guys Baker Mayfield's looking for a team right now do we go out and get him and the key though in the first round is a first round quarterback you have that fifth year of eligibility so you have that extra year for some of these guys who are portrayed as maybe developmental guys who can't come in and start day one except I do think Pickett is the favorite to start the earliest and for me I still think he goes number six overall to Carolina Matt Rule recruited him as a high school junior to play at Temple when Matt Rule was the head coach there they've got maybe the biggest question mark at quarterback right now I think Kenny Pickett goes to Carolina at number six Mm. but that's just me Mm, that's a bold prediction Chuck
Can he pick it the first quarterback off the board? Of course, a lot of, uh, you know, we hear the prognosticators say he's the most pro-ready. I like the tools and the upside Malik Willis has, what he was able right, to show exactly. at Liberty. So right. it's kind of pick your pick your flavor, right? In terms pick of what it kind your of, favor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In terms of what kind of quarterback you want. Um, going back to the top, Chuck, if Walker does go number one, right, how do you expect, could that set off a cycle where, where you see some, some frenzy of maybe trades given that that wasn't necessarily the expected thing? I think if Walker goes number one, if you're the Detroit Lions, you literally run up to the podium and and put in the pick for for Hutchinson. I mean, here you you saw him play all these years at Michigan. He's gone to some uh, Tigers games. He's thrown out the first pitch at a Tiger game over the weekend. I think if you're the Lions, you've got a massive smile on your face. He's a Dan Campbell type of guy. He's the kind of guy that you can build that team around. Um, I think if you're the Lions, you're really happy. I think the, the trade part for me gets intriguing is that it's, a, it's become such a wide receiver-driven league that you can make a case, Sam, that wide receiver is the most important position outside of quarterback right sure. now. You've seen young, young wide receivers like Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson come into the league and be dynamic and take over games. Now you've got six or seven guys that potentially could go in the first round. We've got the prop up at six. I think you make a strong case that seven wideouts go in the first round. If you include um, Watson from North Dakota State and, and uh, Dotson from Penn State, I think they go in the first round as well but I'm going to just backtrack a little bit is that those guys all could go but you've got major guys right now Terry McLaren A.J. Brown, um, who could get traded. Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel could get traded. D.K. Metcalf. No, no team's thought going into this year that, hey, anyone's going to give Christian Kirk over $20 million a year. And he's, he has skewed the, the wide receiver market right now. And that's why Adams got dealt. And that's why Hill got dealt. I think because of that. So I think if there's trades, they're going to involve some of those wide receivers on Thursday night. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. And we talked about it at the top of the show, already a massive trade for a wide receiver that happened right here right, yep. with Devontae Adams, Chuck. The Raiders aren't going to have a first-round pick and a second-round pick unless they do something, and let's not rule that out. You never know, especially right. with a new regime, what they're going to do. But based on where they stand right now, having not drafted a single player, what do you make of their, their offseason, what they were able to do adding Devontae Adams, adding Chandler Jones, some of the pieces on the periphery? How do they those moves, do you think, help them uh, compete in what's become a rigorous, rigorous AFC West? I think you can make a case, Sam, that they had maybe the best offseason of any team in the league. Uh, you look at that offense and, and, and Waller last year with, with maybe a little bit of a down year from the year before, some of the injuries of Jacobs, uh, the emergence of uh, Hunter Renfro, but now you add Devontae Adams to that mix. That offense is dynamic now. You gave them the missing piece. And on defense, you're going to be chasing Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and now, of course, Russell Wilson as well. And what do you do? You go out and get Crosby some help on the other side, and that's Chandler Jones. So they helped both sides of the ball. They've got a new regime in right Right now, but you're right. That division is, for my money, the toughest division in football. Um, I think you're going to get at least two teams to make the postseason out of the AFC West, but do you get three? knowing that they might beat up each other. Yeah. Um, the Chiefs can maybe take a step back by losing Hill. I know they've, they've, they've had signed some other wide receivers, M, uh, MVS, and, and it's a receiver deep draft, but you're talking about replacing Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Um, so I think the gap has narrowed a lot. I love what the Chargers did with, uh, with J.C. Um, 
uh, J.C. Jackson yep. and Khalil Mack. Yep. Uh, love what Denver did, of course, with Russell Wilson. And one of these wideouts could still go to a team in, in that division we're hearing. Um, but I think the gap is really closed. But if you're a Raider fan, I know it's fun draft night. I'm a Bear fan, and we don't have a first-round pick. But we have Justin Fields, and I don't know how good he'll ultimately be, but in a quarterback-driven league and all the question marks, I'd rather have somebody now than not. Sure. So if you're a Raiders fan, I think you're ecstatic that you've got Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones. For me, those are their, those are those are two first-round picks that they got um, a few weeks ago. Absolutely, absolutely. I want to stay kind of where with the general offseason, right? Because we haven't talked in a few months outside of the Raiders and outside of Denver. But maybe let's take a step outside the AFC West. Who in the AFC were were you impressed with with what they were able to do this this offseason? Is there a team or two that really jumped out that you like what they did? I think the Bills a little bit going out and getting Von Miller mm-hmm. to help that defense and Evan Ingram at tight end. I think this Bills team is really really good. I, I you know interesting to see now with uh, losing their their head coach and what Dorsey can do now in the role as offensive coordinator. But I like that Bills team. I always like a team that gets really, really close and doesn't get there because they've got that hunger more so than than most teams do. Uh, I like the added weapon there in Ingram, and I really like the signing of Von Miller a lot. Um, There's a lot of teams that have kind of tweaked their teams a little bit and made some changes there, but the AFC West by far, but outside of the AFC West, I really like um, what the Bills have done. And the Rams, they just don't let up. I mean, you know, they went out and got Robinson at wideout to help. Um, they made a good trade with with Robert Woods, but that Ram team too, they're a really good team and they're built to win now, as we saw. I love the addition of uh, of Robinson there for the Bears. Yeah, for the Rams. And, and Bobby Wagner on the defensive Front side of the Bobby ball Wagner, too. Right, so yep. you're adding a couple former pro bowlers who still, I think, have a lot of good football left to the incumbent Super Bowl champion. Um, Chuck, of course, uh, after the draft we're going to see the grades and all that and everything and that's always a ton of fun, but generally speaking, how much does a draft or a, uh, how much of what a team can do during a draft affects its future odds or odds to win a division. Do we see changes based on what teams do in the draft? We do, but only if there is like a Andrew Luck or sure. John Elway guy come out, or if there's a massive trade that night. Now, if you if Green Bay all of a sudden, you know, after losing Adams, we've kind of looked at that division. It's a little bit closer right now. Uh, the whole NFC is a little bit closer. If Green Bay somehow trades for McLaren or, or Metcalf or, or AJ Brown, I think it, or Debo, it changes a lot. I think a, a trade for one of those marquee wideouts would, would be the only thing that would dramatically affect. Uh, future book odds right now. Sure, sure, yeah, okay. But that's okay. probably going to occur draft night, I would think, from just buzz that we're hearing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Beyond that, what are you most looking forward to about this weekend, just big picture? Uh, again, I'm a draft, Nick Sam, and having it in Vegas and all the hype and the excitement, uh, to me it's great. I mean, you talked about a, a Super Bowl coming here and you know all-star games that have been here and now the draft here. It just shows that Vegas is a sports mecca, that anything that, that that's hot right now, it's coming here. We've got the Formula Race coming in 2023. I mean, you name it, it's Vegas. I love the overall excitement. I love the spectacle. You go to a Golden Knights game, and what do people say? It's a little bit Vegas-esque. It's a little bit over the top. But that's okay because that's the way we want it. And look at the draft. You know, players going to be out on the fountains there and, and the backdrop of the strip. It's a little bit Vegas-esque. It's a little bit over the top. But guess what? That's how we love it. Yeah, no no question, no question. It's going to obviously be a, a huge deal, like you said, a million people, a ton of people in town. Very, very exciting for the city. It's going to be exciting for a handful of locals, right? For a handful of locals, including one very near and dear to the Red Rock. Can you tell us a little 
little bit about, about the yeah, new Yeah, we, we just put up a prop on da- Daniel Bellinger, who played uh, high school ball at Palo Verde, basically right across the street yep. uh, from Red Rock, a tight end out of, out of San Diego State. We put a draft prop up, uh, his overall position, 122. Mm. Uh, we, we've read a couple of different draft mocks and, and kind of opinions of him where he looks to be kind of a fourth-round pick. Uh, some teams like Green Bay have showed interest in him so far. So that kind of puts you in the middle of the fourth round, but just a little bit of a kind of a local flair to it uh, that we're having some fun with as well. Yeah, absolutely. Daniel Bellinger went on to star, of course, at San Diego State after his career at Palo Verde. Going to play in the NFL. Yeah. Bubba Bolden, Haskell Garrett, Jalen Naylor, a number of Bishop Gorman absolutely, alumni that right. are in the mix as well. So Vegas's presence in the NFL, both with the draft being here and then, of course, with players in the league set to increase here um, this next week. Chuck, before we get out of here, is there anything else you want to add or you want to discuss that pertains to the NFL draft? I think it's just fun, Sam. I, I really think, you know, have fun, enjoy it, uh, watch it. Um, you don't know what's going to happen with a lot of these kids. I mean, you, you know that all these mocks, they're not 100% right. We've seen it before where guys that you don't think are going to be rock stars change the league. Yeah. Look at look at where some of these guys have been drafted before. Look at guys that have gone in the third, fourth, and fifth round that have become studs in the league and first-round guys that don't necessarily pan out. So have fun with it. Enjoy it. Cheer your team. Boo your team. You can have a vested interest. And uh, don't forget, there is a huge draft watch party going on at Red Rock that night on Thursday the 28th. Absolutely going to be fantastic. Uh, again, we are out here at Red Rock right now. Uh, they cannot imagine what this place is going to look like come draft night, Chuck. It's going to be a ton of fun. We are super excited to have uh, the draft here in Vegas. Super excited to reconnect with you and get your analysis and expertise as always and look forward to catching up with you throughout the course of the season. Thanks, Sam. Same here. Can't wait for uh, football to start. And for me, it starts on the 28th. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today.